So what I argue in the piece is that China is doing a relatively good job of playing to some of the anxieties that these countries feel, both about what a retreat from globalization means for their development trajectories. We hear a lot about decoupling and deglobalization, de-risking in the West, and then also what rising geopolitical competition means for their strategic agency on the world stage. And I think Beijing is playing to these concerns. Hi, I'm Lily Makui. I'm Deputy Director and Fellow in the Freeman Chair in China Studies here at CSIS. And in the CSIS 2024 Global Forecast Report, A World Dividing, I take a look at how and why Beijing is engaging the Global South. There's definitely rising attention to the Global South in the U.S. and its partners and allies on the back of systemic shocks like climate change, COVID pandemic, the economic fallout from Ukraine that have really highlighted the particular vulnerability of lower and middle income states to external shocks and crises. The Global South is a group of states that's far from uniform in geography, in cultures, in regime types, even economic development levels, but it tends to be classified or approached as kind of lower middle income states in Asia, Africa, Middle East, Latin America that are an increasingly serious force on the world stage. By some calculations, they share around 40% of global GDP. They represent about two thirds, at least of the world's population. And they play an increasingly important role in a widening array of global challenges from addressing climate change, pandemics, food security. It is very clear that the Global South, this group of countries is a target for many of Beijing's diplomatic and foreign policy initiatives. So what I argue in the piece is that China is doing a relatively good job of playing to some of the anxieties that these countries feel, both about what a retreat from globalization means for their development trajectories. We hear a lot about decoupling and deglobalization, de-risking in the West, and then also what rising geopolitical competition means for their strategic agency on the world stage. And I think Beijing is playing to these concerns. First, through a we want to help approach, this commercial aspect, we look at the BRI, Beijing portrays itself as a partner for technological upgrading, economic development and diversification for these countries. Oh, and by the way, you know, it comes at it with this approach of contrasting its own form of unconditional engagement and non-interference in domestic affairs from, you know, what it portrays as the conditionality and the broad engagement of the West. Also through a we get it approach, you know, it devotes substantial resources, I would say, to portraying itself as a member of the global south. And it plays up these mistrusts of Western intentions and prescriptions and frustrations and disparities in global wealth and power that a lot of these states have. These global south capitals prioritize development above all else. China really plays to that and says, you know, watch and learn. We're a model for developing countries. Look at our three decade history of double digit economic growth. And then finally, I think that Beijing pursues a kind of we're here approach. It really devotes substantial diplomatic resources to interaction with countries in the global south. We see that through the proliferation of kind of these sub forums for discussion and interaction along the BRI, the Belt and Road Initiative. And then, you know, BRICS expansion is the most recent, but we've seen expansions of the Shanghai Cooperation Organization. These are all forums where Beijing can interact directly with capitals of the global south, where the U.S. and U.S. allies and partners are not really present. I think also importantly, China sees countries of the global south as partners in protecting and advancing its core interests on the international stage. These are countries that Beijing hopes to count on to support or at least not criticize or oppose its positions on sensitive issues like Taiwan, Xinjiang, the South China Sea, and multilateral venues. For Beijing, countries in the global south can be helpful in opposing U.S. efforts to build a global order that advances Western interests at the expense of China. These are the main, I'd say, thrusts of Beijing's engagement with the global south and some of its main motivations.
To read the full 2024 Global Forecast Report, please visit csis.org.